This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's up, everybody? Dear Albie, this is a just, it feels right. It's been too long. Mom, how are you? Good. It's been a moment. Oh, it's, it's been, been a moment. Honestly, it really has. Yes. Um, you have an, uh, uh, one big difference with, um, and it's so nice, uh, between my mother and father and um, the rest of the folks that do this show. You'll listen when you're not on. Yeah. And uh, you had a whole bunch of things. I told Natalie all the things you had to say about it She's recently. She's wonderful. I like her voice. Quite the rising star on the show. Yeah, I like her voice. I think she's funny. I think she's cute. She makes you want to hear what she has to say. So I think she is a good addition to uh, the Dear Albie family. She's been fantastic. She truly has. And there have been quite the uh, number of changes in your world since we've uh, we've come on. You have a one-eyed dog now. I have a one-eyed dog called Little. Um, a lot of people wrote in about that oh. after seeing uh, a picture you posted on the uh, the Instagram. Right. Um She's getting groomed today. I can't wait. You know, <sighs> she hasn't been groomed yet. We got her in January, so it's her first grooming. And um, so she's she came from Aunt Franny's rescue, right? She did halfway home animal rescue. Yes. And I I got to bring this up because I know it was Christopher's idea to do this. Well, it was what happened was he keeps saying to me, "You need to get a dog. You need to get a dog." And then Aunt Franny would give him dogs to look at, you know, unbeknownst to me, of course. And then he finally finds this little Shih Tzu, and uh, you know she's got mangled teeth and you know wandering the streets of Newark, uh, one eye, sad little thing. And you say, what has this poor dog been through? And that's the thing about adoption. You know, this dog comes to us. We don't know if she's five, six, seven, or eight years old. We have no idea. But um, She's she's like a treasure. This dog is a treasure. Like she's housebroken. She's sweet. You know, she doesn't bark. She is a very nice dog. She's you, lovable. You can't sneak up on her on her left side. No. The the eyeless side. The she eyeless does side. get quite spooked. Yes. She uh she freaks out a little yeah. bit. Yeah. 
but, but you wonder what she's been through and she's so sweet and kind and I, I you know you think about oh my gosh how many people probably wouldn't have taken her because she has the one eye that mm. was you know we had it sewn shut but it was open and it was kind of gross to look at you know um, but uh, you wonder what, what happened to her if it was an injury and stuff like that, like what she's been through. Like, does Little have stories that we don't know about? You know, I, I often, it was funny because my, my last uh, episode I was with Natalie, and we were talking about a lot of things. We talked about how, if you remember our first dog, Toto. Toto. You told me that he moved to Puerto Rico. Sure did. Um, essentially because it wasn't working out with the dog. And well, she was nipping to... at your faces. It was a, a Toto was a tiny little, uh, um, what's that dog? Uh, Candace has it now. The same dog as Toto. Yorkie. The same as Toto. Yeah. From the and movie. she would snap at your faces and you were very little. And I was like, no, sorry, mm. Toto. Right. And we gave it to um, actually dad's uh, secretary at the time. Oh, so dad, we have we have confirmation that the dog never made it to Puerto Rico. This is the first. Yes. This, all right. Toto never moved to Puerto Rico. Got it. Okay. Yeah. Understood. Um, we got into a, a number of conversations about um, you know, dog, dogs in general. We've owned several dogs. Mm. Um. And we were discussing that somebody had a write-in, and I'm curious on where you fall on this. If you and dad went away, mm. okay, let's say you were, you know, you guys were in Europe or something. You were somewhere far. Right. Okay. And day three, I'm watching Little for you, and Little runs away. Mm. Okay. Do I have an obligation to tell you the moment Little has run away? Well, let's, let's, let's. Tell a story. Mm-hmm. Dad and I were in London. Marky was how old? Two. Okay. At the time. And uh, we're in London and you guys decide to FaceTime me and tell me, hey, don't worry about it, but Marky's been in the hospital. Remember? And I yeah, burst that, out crying. Yeah, but that was So a, that's a, the same. Well, who, who do you think I you know, would value more? Well, right. I understand that. But right. I mean, but that, that was a situation that was like kind of like handled. You had a result. Right. But I'm saying in the case of the dog. Right. Do you get on a plane and come home? No. I do not. Because the dog ran away. What am I going to do? By the time I get home, you know, what am I going to do? Are you mad at me for ruining your vacation? Sure. Hmm. I'm mad at you for ruining my little. Right. (laughs) 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 That's fair enough. We will continue on. Um, There were some people that had uh, issues with you. Go ahead. Um, we had someone write in that said specifically, I have some smoke for the Don. Go. I don't know if you're in mid-season form for this. Are you ready to just kind of get into it? Go ahead. Why not? All right. You seem very confident. Always am. It's where you got to be. This is from Gabby. Okay. Um, <clears throat> the subject is got some smoke for the Don. I like how smoke got its own life. We did good with that. Yeah, it was a good one. We did do good with that. Um, I think we'll probably we were we've been in uh, as you know we've been in heavy negotiations. Yes. Um, in either bringing back Dear Don, right, or maybe even been doing something new, right. all these other things. Lots of stuff. Lots Smoke of for the Don is kind of fun. Smoke. Yeah, but then that means I'm getting mm-hmm. hammered every time. And I got to. It's, it's kind of fun. Fight. You're, no, it's you're fight. fighting with people, but you know mm. what though, Mom? People you know have me, watched you. For years, argue with other folks, beyond whether they're on your side, not on your side, obviously most people on your side, okay, especially listeners in this show, which means nine out of every 10 households you go into bam, will be on your side. But you know I'm not a fighter. <clears throat> you know I don't like to fight. I know, but if people got some smoke for you, this is well, where they can know. come. You face the smoke. You face the fire. Go ahead. What do you have for me? Well. Gabby, what you got? Gabby, look, she comes right at you. She starts with Caroline. Capital? Uh, no, just, well, capital C, <laughs> okay, obviously. Obviously. Okay. 
Caroline, I've been following along since season one of Jersey, Manzote, etc. Thank you, Gabby. And think you're a phenomenal person. But. But. (laughs) I am curious as to why you changed your stance on partners living together before marriage. Is it because your sons live with their partners and you've learned to accept it? If Lauren would have not gotten married and was single today, would you be as nonchalant and let her move in with her boyfriend? I vaguely remember an episode of Manzode where Vita wasn't even allowed in her bedroom. I only say this because I believe that in family-oriented cultures, Italian, Hispanic, etc., mothers give more freedom and make excuses for their sons, rather than telling them to man up and stop wasting a girl's time if they're not going to marry them. Just curious if you think there are different rules when it comes down to parenting boys versus girls. Thanks, Gabby. Gabby's right on. There are different rules, boys versus girls, in our home especially. So... I think it's we, disrespectful. We've, talked, we've spoken about this a lot, a lot though, where you've said it is a necessity to live together before you get married. I believe so. Now, you though would, you know, if if we were, there was a fourth child, okay, a fourth mm. daughter, right? Mm-hmm. Single. Yep. 28. Right. Okay. 30. 25. I don't know if the age matters. I don't know. Okay. The age matters. So- Let's call it 30 years old. Right. Been uh, in a two-year relationship, whatever it is, okay? Your daughter and the boyfriend want to move in together. Fine. You're fine with it? Yep. Okay, 25. Fine. I mean, that's relatively young. It's it's relatively young. The thing is, you want to move in with somebody and you want to be an adult and, and pay your own bills and pay your own way and live your own life and make your own decisions, do it. Right? But you're not going to do it under my roof. You know what I mean? You're not going to say, hey, I'm bringing a guy in here when I'm 20, 21, 22 years old, when I'm paying your bills and I'm doing your laundry and I'm cooking your meals and paying for your food. You're not doing that. You want to be an adult, go be an adult and move out. Not under my roof. That's the difference. So you, then, you and your brother live. Uh, yeah, so, uh, so do you, you, know, you, have, you evolved, have you evolved then? In seeing that the boys and girls should live with somebody. Yeah, probably over the last, you know, you know, 10, 15 years, sure. Do you think you're a little bit more old school in the moment? And then... I still believe when they're young, they shouldn't be doing that. You know, if you are out of the house and on your own and making your own way, you're paying your own car, you're paying your own, you know, rent, you're paying for your food, you're paying... This is a different story. You're, you're, you're a grown-ass adult making your way in the world. I have no right to tell you what to do. Mm-hmm. If you're in my house and you're taking advantage of our kindness and generosity, you don't get to call that shot. Yeah. That's so, the difference. So you're, not, you're not allowed to live here too. Correct. Okay. Um, okay. I mean, I get, I, I suppose that makes some amount of sense. I mean, what if they're, what if they're between homes? That's different. So if you live somewhere, okay, and then, because you've had, you've had all kinds of people live here. Yeah, the revolving door. Okay, so do you think then, I believe, if I'm going back, right, during that time where Lauren was engaged, or even previous to that, if they said they wanted to move in together, what would your answer have been? Well, I know that Vito's mom was dead set against it. I really didn't care, mm-hmm. you know? And, you know, maybe for TV, you know, they thought, oh, I'll say that, but, you know, I didn't care. If you're engaged, 
and you're gonna, like I said, if you're gonna go, if you're engaged and you're gonna come live here, no, go out on your own. That's my thing. You want to be an adult and have adult relationships and act like an adult, okay? Do it in your own space. And then I can, I don't have a, a, a thing to say to you because you're out on your own and I respect you as an, as a, a contributing, you know, person in, in society. But when you're staying home and you're in your old bedroom with your Barbie dolls around, I don't need your fiance or anybody coming home around. Got it. Um, noticeably absent is uh, uh, dad's not here. Mm. Uh, a little off topic. We're going to change up quite a little bit. I thought you handled that smoke quite well. Thanks. Um, way to clear that. Uh, but I said to you guys, hey, you want to go down and do a show? And he went off to the gym. Sure did. He looks great, doesn't he? He's, look, he's he's very- He's going to be 62 uh, next week, our friend. Our little crazy. friend is going to be 62. Yeah, very What am old. I doing with an old man? I, I know. understand it. Wild. 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 Yeah. Um, he looks the best he's ever looked, though. You know, he, he's, he, to me, is uh, like he hasn't aged a day. Yeah. You oh, know? He looks great. He's um he's getting quite active. Yep. Slimmed down quite a bit. And um so he belongs to a gym? He belongs to a gym. Well, he plays... why? There's a gym here. Well, no, no, no. He belongs to a gym and he plays racquetball five days a week. Okay. He plays racquetball. And then he works out, uh you know, outside of that gym uh three days a week with weights and stuff. So he looks really, really good. What has made him get so active? I think the fear of getting old, just like the rest of us, just like why I started walking and everything. It's like, you know, Marky, I think she's a big factor in um, us both wanting to be active grandparents in her life. And uh, I think that's probably a big factor. He wasn't feeling good for a little bit, and I mm. think that scared him. So he went and got a full physical, and he's in prime health, thank you, God. And he's looking really great. Um, are you also semi-relieved he's not, he's not sharing the mic with you right now? I was kind of shocked. I thought this was like kind of his thing. Oh, he loves it. I thought this was his mind gym. But, but the racquetballs, he, it's become, you know, <clears throat> such a part of his daily routine. I think it very, it's very valuable to him. Have so. you been getting active? I'm doing my walking, et cetera. And then I, I do some uh, mild weight training as well. Yes, I want to get back into tennis. Yeah, you but, were doing that for a while. Yeah. Yep. And then you just kind of... I hurt my back. Hmm. It was hurting my back. I couldn't do it. So now I, I feel like I'm better. I could do it again. We'll see. Well, certainly don't like hearing that. You had um, so you had some smoke before. Mm. Um, we had a deep one as well, uh, where the new social media uh young lady had sent this over. Okay. I was gonna do a reveal with her this week. Um, I know the social media lady. You do. I I think I do. Hmm. I'm trying to think if I've confirmed it to you yet. You didn't, but I've I've heard. You've heard tale. I've heard tale. What do you think of that? I think it's a good call. I don't, what do you, how do you think the community is going to react to such a thing? You know the community. I think that they they um I think we got a solid community here, and I think that uh, that they will welcome it. We shall see. This was sent over. Where's Candace been, friends? Where's Candace? Been? I thought we were going to record with Candace yesterday. Where is she today? Um, I could hit her up. Kids are off from school. She's are they? Home. What is it? What is it's it? It's spring uh, break week. Is it? Yeah. Um, kids are off from school. I think her kid, unless her kids are off next week, maybe after Easter, because she's going away. Maybe her kids aren't off this week. I'm not sure. Um, but uh, I was just talking to her. I've been texting with her all morning. So, um, she's around. I just uh, I'm sending a a message right now. Um, but it is like the twilight zone here. Mm. 
In what way? Well, because I'm wondering if I did something wrong. I come down here. I'm like, Dad, you want to come down? No. He listen. goes off. Candace nowhere to be found. Who's always I thought, there? I don't Who's know if people, people got beef in or on? something like that. Because I'll tell you what, it was Candace's 40th birthday. Yes. We come up. We were we were a surprise addition to the party. Right. Okay. Because it was, it was, it was just very her, very busy. It was in her get up there. Actually, it was her her tribe, meaning her closest of friends. Her her family wasn't even there. So um, and then she said to you know have your mom come and I'm like I'm not gonna go it's all young kids I don't belong there but uh, she said no just stop by so I just whizzed in and whizzed out and then you boys showed up which I, she wasn't expecting you mm-hmm. yeah but yeah she started out she was wasted she started screaming nine out of, nine out of ten to everybody that would yes. listen she was very wasted community Candace you were very much in her thoughts Candace is not a hugger and she was just hugging everybody yes. that day it was quite nice so well uh, I, I just dropped the line let's see what happens um so we had a write-in, uh, and um, they said they had quite the story, so let's get into it. Dear Albie, Candace and Mrs. Caroline, the Don. Thank you, Mrs. Caroline. My name is Chris. I live in Myrtle Beach. I am a girl dad to a seven-year-old little girl. She is my world and the love of my life. Me and her mother had a toxic relationship. I am man enough to admit that I have a huge part to play because I was battling addiction. But we were both at fault. We had a bad custody battle, and because she has so much resentment towards me, she tries to go through my family for visitation. Because I have supervised visits, I am eight months sober, work seven days a week to pay my child support on time, but she still refuses to co-parent with me. <clears throat> I moved from Greenville to Myrtle Beach to be closer to my daughter, but her mother still refuses to co-parent with me. I know things take time, and I'm trying really hard to do what's best for my daughter and be in her life because I see it's affecting her emotionally, and I refuse for my daughter to grow up with two parents that can't get along like I did. Candace, Mrs. Caroline, the Don, what should I do? I'm proud of Chris. That uh, <clears throat> there's more. Go ahead. I was actually just on like like a, it's a very long. Go ahead. Candace Miss Carolina Don. It's, okay. I don't know. Something, there's something there. Anyway, how can I make peace with my daughter's mother and us co-parent in a healthy, respectful way? All I want is to be a good father and give my daughter a good, stable, happy life. I will do whatever it takes. I always put her first. So a huge fan of the show. End of the Manzo family. Thank you, Albie. You are awesome. I love this podcast. Mrs. Caroline the Don, love to hear your wisdom. I love the way he says Mrs. Caroline. That's a respectful <laughs> thing. It's cute. It's a southern thing, I guess. That's cute. Candace, I think you're awesome, and it would be awesome to hear from two really amazing mothers like yourselves. Thanks, dear Albie podcast, Chris. Listen, Chris has obviously, he's got a history, right? And maybe Chris's mother, we don't know the minutia of the relationship and what his addiction was and what, in fact, Happened because of it, through it, etc. All those things. But Chris seems to be doing everything right now, right? So the only advice that I could give to Chris is stay the course. And maybe his mother needs kill that. That's a moth. Kill it, bastard. <laughs> Got you dead. My, so, you just palmed a moth, a yeah. fly, flying creature. Yeah, because it eats the clothes. Oh, well. So anyway, um, I'm sorry, Chris, for that. But I think you're doing everything right. And I think you're just going to have to stay the course and prove 
uh, to to her, maybe others, that you are a change man. Um, the, the biggest thing you need to focus on is your health and your addiction and making sure you stay clean and sober. And then your daughter, of course, will realize the benefits of that. And maybe when your ex sees that your daughter is doing well and thriving and growing and there's positive stories about dad that come down the pipeline, stuff like that, she will change her ways. Um, I would imagine there's a lot of hurt and pain uh, that, that went into this relationship and there's a lot of bad memories and you simply just can't erase that. So it's just going to take time. You stay the course. He recognizes his issues. He's aware of, of the things he's done and he's more than uh, willing to make things right. So I think keep doing what you're doing. I myself don't know you, but I'm very proud of you. And I think uh, that your daughter, of course, um, uh, will will benefit from that and you have to know the value of her and the saddest thing to me is when couples break up when they become enemies and there's children in between mm-hmm. you know you got to put that all behind you and worry about the benefit of being good people and civil to your child because you don't want the child to grow up scarred you know and to carry your burdens so I think Chris is acting exactly as he should, and I think he has to give his ex some time to realize that he is changing and, and working for the better. Yeah, I think when you have breakups that are involve something like that where you know things get pretty emotionally volatile, and at the end of the day, you're both looking out for the same human being. And the sad reality is that your ex is probably looking at it from a standpoint of, Hey, you know what? Like, I want to just make sure Correct. that I'm not putting a bet on this working out and then having to almost make her daughter feel like she's got to lose her dad twice. Right. You know? And while you know how committed you are to the recovery and all that stuff, and it sounds like you're doing great, which is awesome, you know, time is really the only thing with your actions being consistent that is going to make it that clear to her that you know you are on a different pathway and you know maybe that'll make her more open to co-parenting with you after however much time she feels is necessary to make it get through actions speak louder than words so you know she you know she's got to be shown right you know she's got to be shown we don't know like again Mm -hmm. we don't know the details of their relationship but speaking for myself as a mama bear you're gonna have to show me okay and it takes time and that's the bed he made, right? He acknowledges it. He recognizes it. And he's trying to be a better man. Mm-hmm. Stay the course and don't let that break you. You have to keep right. going. That was my next thing. I mean, yeah. you're clearly making decisions where, look, you're moving closer. You're right. working seven days to make sure you're paying on time and all the other stuff. And obviously, you're you're keeping yourself on a sober track, which is the biggest thing. But this is, to me, the true test of it. You know, when you are frustrated, when things don't go your way and everything else, you know, the biggest thing is that um, you're turning to your friends, your family, okay, the community of which you're a valued member, okay, instead of turning to the things that, you know, would send you backwards. That, to me, is like the biggest amount of growth that you really can go through. And to be honest with you, for as much as you love your daughter... You know, you and your sobriety and recovery and all that other stuff has really got to be the most important Comes thing. Comes first, without a doubt. Because you're not going to be able to be a good dad um, if you go back to all of that stuff. And look, your ex is just going to need that time. I think it's important for 
you know, that really, and acknowledging that over and over and over again to her is probably a good thing, you know, because I, I think if you, you know, it's kind of like uh, in, in a way, you know, having the intention and being on the road that you're on, which is all positive, okay, um, you have to kind of recommit yourself to that journey every single day. And I don't think you can necessarily hold it against everyone. Not saying it's right if she's using it as a, you know, well, hey, this is a permanent thing either, or, oh, well, I'm just going to continue to make you gravel and do all these other things. You know, but I do think it's it's important to look at this and say, you know, I'm going to recommit myself to the end result every single day and, you know, control yourself. Don't necessarily put too much of your, you know, recovery process and your mental state, which is incredibly important, into how other people are reacting to this because they don't necessarily, they're not in your brain. They don't right. know your, they don't know the intention. And, you know, look, to be fair, there are a lot of things that are still probably harboring in the back of their mind. Sure. Where, you know, when it wasn't this good, how was it kind of a thing? And I think it's important to understand that these are circumstances, right? And when you understand that she's probably also just taking the best approach for what she feels is what's best for herself and her daughter in their mental uh, 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 state also, um, you know, Things can change. Circumstances can change when you understand them. And it takes time. Right. And commitment. Yeah. And dedication. And you know what? I I appreciate the fact that he's let himself get slapped around a little bit and acknowledges that. You know, you have to you have to make peace with the mistakes you made and learn from them and grow from them. And, you know, it's a process and everybody around him has to now develop new trust in him. And that doesn't make him a bad guy at all, okay? That's just, you know, he needs to keep putting, you know, um, effort in, into healing relationships um, that went sour. And um, I'm glad he recognized that. And I, what I love the fact that he reached out, even the, by reaching out to, to the community here, it shows me that, you know, he's not, he's not playing the victim. He's not doing the poor me card. You know what I mean? Um, he's facing it like a man. Yeah. And and I respect that and I appreciate that. And I could just say it again, again, Chris, stay the course. And, you know, you got to take your slaps once in a while. But you are worth it, certainly. Your daughter is certainly worth it. And it's just at the end of this journey, you you and everybody else will be better for it. So just stay the course. Yeah, I really think that's the only thing you can do. I mean, if they're putting you on supervised visitation and all the other stuff now, you got to just look at that and and – I think it, when you're recovering from something like this, it's so important to live in the moment and make the best out of that moment and not compare it to the result that you would have in an ideal world. Because it's not realistic to just snap your fingers and that's it. Right. You know, um, it's the same as committing yourself to like a, a, a diet or, you know, education or something like that. You know what you want the end landing spot to be. But it's not fair to, you know, beat yourself up because you're not there. No, it's a journey. Immediately. It's a long You have to recommit yourself over and over and over yeah. again to the, to the situation. And it looks like you're doing that. Yes. Proud of you, Chris. Keep so, going. 
Keep it going. Keep us informed. Let us know what's going on. We're rooting for you. Totally. Mom, it was nice to see you. Always a pleasure, my love. You know, maybe we'll even come back down. Yes. Um, community, dearablymailbag at gmail.com. Um, if you got any smoke, hit us up. Smoke? Yeah. We're here for it. Hit us up with some smoke. I handle that smoke. You're taking all comers. I ain't smoke. afraid of that smoke. All right. Okay. All right. All right. All right. Later. Bye. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.